In the message today, we're going to continue talking about your attitude. And we focus on how to get and keep a good attitude and how to repair your broken attitude. So we have five steps for you to take into repairing your bad and broken attitude. And if this doesn't apply to you, just hand your notes off to someone else this week, I guess. Number one, action step. Having a healthy relationship with God. A healthy relationship with God will help you keep a good attitude. Look at what Paul writes to the Christians from prison. From prison in Rome. Paul is writing this letter. The church in Ephesus. Ephesians 4, 21 through 24 says, Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Holy Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. This is a very challenging verse that, that Paul gives us and reminds us of, of our new identity, not who we used to be. I, I have a close friend of mine that knows that I struggle with anger and a bad attitude occasionally, and he constantly reminds me of my identity in Christ and, and how Jesus can help renew my thoughts and how he can help me with my attitude and, and with my anger. I'm, I'm a very passionate person, and sometimes I'm passionate for the things that I shouldn't be passionate for. He also said to me, and he says to me on a regular basis, when I do get in one of those moods, he says, Jeremy, that's how boys act, not men. You know what? You need some people like that in your life occasionally. And I embrace that because I know how much this dude loves me. I know that he cares about me, that he cares about my family, that he cares about my spiritual growth. And I need someone occasionally that lets me know I'm being a chump. I don't know about you guys, but I need that. And I'm very grateful for him. Do any of you have children 10 and under? What do they do and how do they act when they don't get their way? They put up a fit. They may scream and yell. They may uh, cry. They may literally uh, go on the floor and, and, and pound their fists on the ground. But you know what? I think sometimes we act that way as well. We act more like kids instead of adults when we don't get our way and, and we get in a bad mood. And instead of getting mad and spewing our bad attitude on others, 
Sometimes we just need to go to another room and cool off. And we need to gather ourselves. Because what my friend is saying is when he says, Jeremy, when you act out in anger and when you have a bad attitude, he's reminding me of what Paul said here, that that is what boys do. That's not what men do. And I want to be a man. I don't want to act like a little boy. And so we need to take a look at how we've been acting. And when we don't get our way and when, when we're in a bad attitude and we just want to spew that on everyone else, we need to take a step back and say, you know what? I don't want to act like a little boy. I don't want to act like a little girl. I want to act like a child of the king is supposed to act. And I want to gather myself. And I'm going to maybe go into another room, take a deep breath, and not get so hung up on whatever this small thing is that I'm trying to make such a big deal of. Action step number two, focus on the why. Focus on the why. Ask yourself, why do I have such a bad and negative attitude right now. Why do I have that? Am I tired? Am I not getting enough rest? Well, that's my fault, right? I mean, that's, you know, like we're adults, so we can go to bed at a decent time and, and we can get the sleep that we need. Am I stressed? Am I, am I frustrated? And if so, is that someone else's fault, or do I need to take better care of myself? And, and really, I think that's where a lot of that happens, where we're not taking care of ourselves like we should. And so we're very edgy. Um, do any of you get hangry every once in a while? Yeah, you get a little hungry, and then you get angry, and then you get hangry, and then everyone needs to know that you're hangry as well. You know, it's easy to blame another person or take it out on someone who had nothing to do with why you're upset. What you need to do is focus on the why. All right? Focus on the why. Am I not taking care of myself so I'm just short all the time? Maybe you need to talk to God and ask him, God, why am I feeling this way? So I think kind of one and two, action step one and two kind of tie in together. Um, you know, God is our Savior. He's also our best friend. We can talk to him about anything. And if we have a healthy relationship with God, if we are talking to God on a regular basis, he's going to help you understand the why. But if you're not spending time with him on a regular basis... And you go to him and you're saying, God, why am I acting this way? But you're, you're, you're hardly ever spending time with him. You're ever, hardly ever having time with God. You're, you're hardly ever, um, you know, just going for a walk, just, just, just the two of you. That relationship with God is key to overcoming a bad attitude. And he will show you the why if you ask him. Action step number three, express your appreciation. Nothing runs a bad attitude out of town like a grateful heart. 
So thank God for what he has done. And in January, this past January, we challenged you to start a prayer journal. And, and hopefully you guys uh, have been doing that. If not, I encourage you to start now. Now is a better time than, than ever. And, and take that journal, journal with you wherever you go. Take it with you to work. Leave it in the car. Um, have it by your bedside. I know for me, I take sermon notes in it, and I write sermon notes in there. I write prayer requests in there. And also one of the things I do in my journal is I write out a list of things that I am grateful for on a regular basis. And so just get, I mean, you can get one of those, you know, memo sketch pad things at Walmart for a buck, even if, even if it's just that. And I encourage you to, to look at it often. Action step number four, choose the right company. Choose the right company. It's hard to do the right thing with the wrong friends. It's hard to do the right thing with the wrong friends. God's word tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be misled. Bad company, not the band, even though they're really good. Bad company corrupts good character. Bad company corrupts good character. Practically speaking, this means you may have to make some new friends if you want your attitude to change. You may have to strategically avoid certain people because they bring you down, and then, and then you bring others down. Uh, you know, it's, it's, God calls us to be salt and light to the world. But if you're always being dragged down by someone, then you need to make some changes. Maybe you need to create some space with people. Uh, maybe, maybe it's even family members that you need to create some space. I know that can be hard, especially if you live under the same roof. But it's important that you create healthy space with negative people. Action steps number five. Yes, this is the last one. Recharge your batteries. One of the best ways to know if you are an introvert or an extrovert is to know how you recharge your batteries. I am an extrovert introvert. I like being around people and really enjoy one-on-one -on -one conversations. Man, I, I can have one-on-one -on -one conversations with someone for a long time. But I need some downtime as well away from people. All right. So, uh, you know, when I come on here, I, I, I get in here at like 7 in the morning on Sundays. And uh, I just kind of open up the campus, get everything ready. I... Uh, uh, check a little Facebook, check my messages, look at my sermon, and I just kind of have some time before everyone starts getting here. And then once everyone gets here, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm greeting everybody, and I'm giving hugs, and I'm getting to know new people. And, uh, and then after, you know, I, I preach, and then I, I, I pray with people. But if you ever notice, 
once about one o'clock comes around, I'm done, man. I'm done. And don't take it personal. I'm just done. And, uh, and I just kind of need to just, you know, get back in my office, and, and I just need to head on home, and I just need some downtime. That's kind of how I operate. But what recharges your batteries? Is it, you know, is it, is it working out? Is it going to the gym? And, and guys, fellas, listen, God has made us different from our female companions, all right? And we need an outlet, whether that's going out into a field with a gun and shooting down a deer or whether that's going to the gym or whatever it is, we need an outlet. And if you don't have an outlet, you need to find one because if you're not getting this kind of this, this kind of this aggression that God's given us, like remember, like, man, we're fighters, okay? And uh, if we don't have an outlet, guess who the outlet is? Probably your wife and your kids. And they are praying to God that you find an outlet. All right, it's really important. Um, you know, there are five boys and two girls. No, four boys and two girls in, the, in our house. I, I rebuke that. All right. Four boys and two girls in the White House down the road. All right. And uh, and there's a lot of testosterone that's going around all the time. And and just the other day, actually, it was yesterday where it was like 10 o'clock in the morning and our boys had to go outside. All right. And I did not handle it the best. But I said, I don't care where you go, just not inside anymore. All right. Head into town. It's okay. Just get out of the house. Because they just were so, just built up so much uh, testosterone and energy, and, and they just had to go outside. Maybe for some of you, it's going shopping, all right? And, uh, and women get excited about that. Leave the credit cards at home. Just go shopping. Just take a little bit of cash with you. Um, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm kind of a man's man. You know, I love, the, I love the sports and I love that stuff. But I also grew up going to the malls with my mom and my sister as well. So I kind of have that sensitivity. I just, I bought this new outfit <laughs> at Old Navy, and yes, these are skinny jeans because I can pull them off. It's my first set of skinny jeans. Twenty-five dollars, half off, Old Navy, right there, man. So, so I enjoyed that the other day. Uh, but I also like wrestling with my boys as well. And uh, before you take away my man card. Maybe some of you, to recharge your batteries, you just need to go for a walk. Or some of you just need to read a book. Some of you, it's, it's watching a show or a movie. Uh, whatever it is, it's really important. You all, everyone ha all, we all have different interests. But it's so important that you find what your outlet is. And maybe you have a couple things. What recharges you? And whatever that is, do it. Do it today. Do it this week. Make it a point to do that. And, and don't apologize for that. Don't apologize for, for having an outlet of something that you enjoy doing, something that recharges you. We shouldn't be apologetic for that. In conclusion, 
Romans 12, 1 through 2 in the message says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. Fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. That's what it's about. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Your everyday, ordinary life, fix your attention on God, and you'll be changed from the inside out. God brings the best out of you. That's awesome, man. God brings the best out of you. But you know what? If you're not spending time with him every day, how can he do that? How can he bring the best out of you if you are just so um, distracted by the things of this world? One of the things that I'm guilty of, man, is, is uh, you know, I, I enjoy social media, but sometimes, man, I'm just like, like I'm on it. If, if I took, and I, I'm, I'm ashamed, and I, and I really convicted yesterday thinking about this, that I'm probably more on social media than I, I spend more time doing that than I do spending time with God. And I probably am on social media more than I am talking to my wife. I'm probably on social media more than I am with spending time with my kids. How can God bring out the best in me? Like, like that, that, that's an outlet for me. I, I enjoy social media, and, and I enjoy posting stuff, and, and I enjoy, you know, reading what you guys post as well. But, man, like, our generation, like the millennials— and not, not only us, I know, you know, older folks too, but, but man, like, let's not waste our time so much on this when your family is craving for your attention. When God says, hey, I want to spend time with you. I want to bring out the best in you. So I don't know what that looks like for you. Um, I mean, for me, it's, it's tough because I use social media a lot for um, ministry as well. But I'm, I'm going to have to make some changes, man. I, I don't know what it is. And, um, but let's just let's hold each other accountable with that. New Living Translation, where this verse says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and 
pleasing and perfect. Recommended a book for you guys last week and want to recommend it again. It's uh, by James McDonald. Lord, change my attitude before it's too late. Change my attitude before it's too late. And so I want to raise that question to you guys again today. And, and I raised it last week, and, and, I, and I'm raising it to myself. When it's all said and done, and you take your last breath, are you going to have regrets? Are you going to have regrets on how you lived your life? Are you going to have regrets on how you treated people? Are you going to have regrets on how your attitude was on a consistent basis? Because you don't have to live with those. Today can be a new day for you, no matter how young or old you are. If, if you're 20, if you're 60, whatever you are, like today can be a new day. And, and God wants to help you express your appreciation to him choose the right company recharge your batteries focus on the why and focus on your healthy relationship with God because he wants to bring the best out of you